Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, they thought, why stop there? Why not create other exciting and unexpected combinations like rainbows and ropes or fruity and gummy or chewy and more chewy? That's why they created fun treats like Sweet Tarts Twisted Rainbow Ropes, Gummies Fruity Splits, and Chewy Fusions. When you dare to combine, it's sure to blow your mind. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. Visit SweetTartsCandy.com to shop now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bell one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 12-31-24. Excludes tax must update rewards. This is the Olive Magazine podcast, a weekly slice of food and drink chat brought to you by the team behind Olive Magazine. I'm Janine, Olive's food director and podcast host, and this is episode 198. This week, I'm catching up with one of our regular contributors, Sabrina Gayor. Sabrina is a chef and author who specialises in Persian food, and her beautiful, vibrant, flavour-packed recipes are a huge hit with Olive readers. We talk about how she's adjusting to lockdown at her home in rural Yorkshire, how she keeps creative under difficult circumstances, and why she's happy sharing her disasters as well as her successes on social media. Welcome back to the Olive Magazine podcast, Sabrina. How are you doing? How are you? Where are you? Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for having me back. I am in North Yorkshire, um, a world away from my normal um, former stomping ground of London. Yep. Um, and yeah, I'm all right. I'm not going to lie. And I don't like to paint things with perkiness when that's not the case, but I'm certainly not doom no. and gloom. Yeah. Hanging in there like uh, like everyone else, I imagine, yeah. no well, different. I mean, how is it up there? Because you're, are you quite rural where you are? I'm in, in a village with like a handful sprinkling of other mm-hmm. houses, which in all fairness is, you know, come to think of it, it's not actually a bad thing because I think if I was down in London, which is, you know, a lot of the times I work in London as well, it's it's it would be much sadder for you to see the city, the mm-hmm. bustling city that you live in every day being empty. I think that would actually be one extra reason to yeah. be depressed because you open your window and you're like, oh, this looks awful. Whereas this here just it's normal you know I can still hear birds I can still hear the odd sheep and you know the cars kind of whizzing by it's just kind of quite 
quiet and and fairly normal so it's um it's probably a little bit kinder on yeah. the mind actually how are you finding it getting um kind of ingredients and stuff like what what's happening up there in terms of you know deliveries or shops or is are, are there like farm shops around what sort of what have you got access to well, I'll be honest, um, I haven't actually left the house um, probably since really? the beginning of March wow. um, because, yeah, because yeah, mum is diabetic and yeah. high risk. So I'm just trying to do everything to minimise potential exposure, especially in the early sort of beginning yeah. of the, of the um, uh, I can't even say it, yeah. the thing. I don't want to say it. I'm not going <laughs> to say it. So the the one thing is I'm very lucky because I have very nice neighbours. Um, one of them, you know, kind of moonlights at the grocery store, which is about five, like the grocery shop, which is like five miles down the road. Um, you know, my favourite bakehouse in Haxby, you know, he's yeah. a mate and I'll just get the village order in and he'll come <laughs> here once every two weeks and we just freeze it. Um, and also, to be perfectly honest... I, I knew, you know, when we came to this village last year, yeah. I came here, um, probably moved moved my stuff in in January last year. And I was like, I'm moving to a village with no shop. Oh, my God. And I can't drive. I better just yeah. order everything. And I ordered everything. And I have a chest freezer and cupboards that are just rammed full of everything. And I think it'd be, I, I did say to my mum, I said, it'd be really funny if I put pictures on Instagram, I'd probably get yeah, like because, death threats for yeah. what's in my cupboard because... It's just always, but that, you know, that's a combination of being mm. Middle Eastern, any Eastern Asians, and you, you, we all, we're not hoarders, but we just always have like 10 kilos mm. of rice, if, you know, like loads of flour, whatever, all the things that we eat on the regular basis we have. So thank yeah. God that was very much it rather than, you know, neglecting to top yeah, up I, the I mean, I, I can there, testify but. to that because I've been to your, um, flat in Kensington and every time you open you're like Janine Janine don't look in this cupboard and you open the cupboard and just like <laughs> it's like Dark, comedy Janine, comedy Dark. things falling out every single spice sauce paste you can imagine is like crammed into that cupboard so I know yeah. I know it's not a stockpile thing I know it's a Sabrina thing um I mean our, <laughs> yeah. our, our listeners um and readers will know you because you regularly write amazing recipes for us um, we've extracted all your, I think all of your books so far that you've written um, and you do your amazing supper clubs and you do your cookery classes which are all obviously on hold now um, when when the coronavirus struck I think you were one of the first people um, who kind of thought okay I'm just going to do something really practical about this like so you started coming up with these incredible videos on Instagram which are like it is just literally a single set of camera, isn't it, in the kitchen? Um, and you have your 10... That's an, oh, iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> That's an iPhone. Um, and you have your 10 minutes and you are taking people through some brilliant recipes, like it, mostly using three ingredients. I mean, did you just wake up in the middle of the night and think, right, got to help people, going to start doing this? Um to be fair, I probably didn't give yeah. it that much thought. And I think when I think things, I, I overthink things um, too much. And that's that usually doesn't result mm. in something good. So I was just, um, I kind of quickly noticed because I was a little bit outside of the remit of people being short of toilet paper mm. and short of flour. I, that kind of just 
got to me through social media and I was like oh my god like people don't have this and or people can't get bread that's oh that's awful and I thought okay well you know let me I guess go through pantry staples there are all these things I know maybe they're like helpful Mm. to someone so the first thing I did was I wrote this I took like a few things out of my cupboard and I took a picture and I, you know, like ketchup and a chutney and beans mm. and da 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 and all of this stuff. And I just wrote something on my blog and then um, the BBC radio called me up and were like, you know, we want to chat to you about this. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they were like, yeah, are you going to do recipes? And I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. But just like really simple stuff, you know, nothing crazy, nothing Middle Eastern necessarily, just, you know, if it helps people. And in that, in that piece, I just wrote you know, how to quickly make a Yorkshire pudding, how to quickly make a flatbread, what you Mm. can do with Lent, like just really super easy stuff. And then, you know, I was talking about the flatbreads to my mum. She said, oh, you're going to make them for me. And I was like, well, yeah, but like, why didn't you make them yourself? And she's like, what? You know, my (laughs) mum, she's an absolute nightmare. She does not cook and freaks out. And I thought, what a good time to show the public that you can just pick Joe Schmo, who really has Mm. zero experience handling (laughs) ingredients let alone using a rolling pin for the first time in her life and you know and I just wanted to do I didn't I I didn't really realize until you sort of get the hits and get the comments back from people when they're like oh my god that was really helpful or or, I uh, that was light relief and I needed it because obviously mum's she's quite funny um and it, it just it just happened but I can tell you fairly quickly I hit a wall because I started to panic because I didn't want to keep doing fried stuff. You know, I don't don't want to be like, you know, (laughs) gain 50 50 stone in lockdown. You know, I'm not not a big fan of fried food. I do like occasional fried foods, but I I wanted you to show people, you know, a few Mm. things, being very respectful and modest with my ingredients and also putting loads of, here are the 20 other things that you can add in there if you have or do not have. And it kind of... <clears throat> took off and got loads of attention and I started getting loads of media attention and newspapers and magazines and then I just lost <laughs> my mojo and creatively just I couldn't do anything I couldn't and I started looking around and seeing everybody was doing all these big videos and I just and then you know when the articles were coming out about me and my videos I was finding it almost more anxiety almost more anxious because I'm like oh my god these people are writing about me in my videos and I can't even come up with a video oh. anymore cuz I just don't feel good and you know you, it just it became yeah. a pressure and uh somebody um in my career who like my agent basically she just said to me you know as soon as it feels like work whatever yeah. it is stop doing it like that's not this is the worst time to just stress yeah, yourself true. out. You've got to, yeah, you've got and to be I'd, kind to yourself, especially these days. Yeah. So I kind of, I jacked it in. And now I think that curve yeah. of desperation to a certain extent in people's homes of going, oh my God, what, you know, how do I make a flatbread? And I don't yeah. have yeast. And I think it's died down and toilet paper is now, you know, since the real yeah. social distancing and spacing and lockdown has kicked in, things have got a little bit more sensible because people can't just pile into a supermarket and buy yeah. everything. So something's a little bit harder to find. So I kind of yeah. stopped basically and... Um, There's some good yeah. stuff on there, though, still. And you did. I mean, it's all still on your IG account. And actually, the video with your mum is comedy gold of the flatbread 
Um, <laughs> I just watched it again before because I, I had to remind myself that the best thing about it is your mum, who I've met a couple of times, and she, Sabrina's not kidding. She doesn't just, it's like, she's like, I don't want it. I'm not interested in cooking. I don't want to cook. And she's just got this look on her face of complete <laughs> contempt. And Sabrina's like, I don't know how you gave birth to me, but I, I understand because my mom doesn't cook either. Um, but there's a bit in the video where she starts rolling out the flatbread and then you see this look on her face and she's like, I'm actually making a flatbread. And she gets really <laughs> excited and she's like, I'm going to do another one and picks up the other bowl. And then, and then you go, oh yeah, she's going to be on the phone this afternoon to all of our family and friends going, I've made bread. I'm a genius. I had it in me all this time. So it is, it's great. And yeah, she she was basically, but then she cemented it with, yeah, I'm yeah. still not interested in doing it though. But you did rope her in for a couple of um a couple of things, didn't you? I mean, I mean you roped her in for a couple more videos to come on and do it. But you did some I mean there was I know a couple of these are fried, like onion bargies and the bean patties. The falafels, the split pea falafels looked absolutely incredible, definitely. But that, I was gonna say, like, the thing is, this three ingredient thing is very you in terms of like, if you look at your last book, Bizarre, um, which actually I've got here, Sabrina, look. I know, I can see that. Look at my books lined up on your shelf. On my shelf. Got you, Bizarre and Feast. I can't, I can't. In fact, I gave, um, um, I, I took a screenshot for uh, Laura the other day, Laura, our editor, because she was asking about... Um, cabbage and I was like oh he needs to make, make Sabrina sesame cabbage from Bazaar it's such a brilliant recipe and again yeah, yeah she did you've yeah got, you've got tons of recipes like that that you know it's very simple yeah. ingredients but you use these kind of flavor boosters to kind of give them that extra edge yeah that's kind of why you know like I get asked will you please write an easy book or a simple book or a fa- okay <laughs> simple, so yeah, it's yeah. called simply but but, but it's just you know people ask me to write the pared down book and I'm like well I'm not going to write a five ingredient book because if you wanted to most of my recipes could yeah. perfectly well be five ingredients with a little just like if you're confident enough to go oh I don't need that yeah. and I don't need that it's it's easy you know simply doesn't reflect ease because all my recipes yeah. are easy simply is just like you know, kind of supposed to be like, oh, it's simply Sabrina and I can't label what the food is. It's just a little bit of everything and all the food I love. But all my recipes are always easy. And I found it at first, I was like, oh, how am I going to find other material to put out there and reminders of what I could tell people to cook on Instagram without having to come up with a recipe? And then I kind of thumbed through Bazaar and I was like, oh my God, this is like... There's, and I held back on the dals and I held back on the baked chickpeas because everybody was doing them. So I was trying not to clash with other people's content and just support and put other ideas. And I quickly realised everyone and their mother seemed yeah. to have cabbage. And people are like, like a huge head of cabbage, what the hell do we do? And some people were documenting like they were getting four or five <laughs> yes, meals out of this head of cabbage. So I figured people needed the inspiration. People need rules but, um, for cabbage, you know? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, and you, you, but that's what I mean. It's like it's it's that thing, isn't it? Of, of sometimes you get overwhelmed by what everyone else is doing, and actually, it, at the very heart of everything that you do naturally is is the simplicity of just taking an ingredient and making it into something really special. Because the best recipes in the world, no matter what mm. culture you come from, whether you're English, Irish, Scottish, Mongolian, Chinese, yeah, are easy 
are based on having yeah. very little. You know, Irish stew, I remember the first time I learned, I taught myself how, or how I thought mm. Irish stew was. And I asked my aunt, who's <laughs> Irish, she's married to an Iranian. And, you know, and mix. I was just like, I was like, this, yeah, yeah, it's a very common mix. And I, and I kind of said to her, yeah, so I made Irish stew. She said, oh, it's lovely, darling. It's not Irish stew, but it's really nice. And I said, what's Irish stew? And she's like, yeah, basically it's just meat, water, onions. And, you know, if you had any vegetables you chuck them in none of your rosemary and your thyme and all of this that's nonsense it's just mm. meat water and like you know that's it and I was like oh and you you forget I, th- I think actually that's a really good thing that this whole period yeah. has taught us is that how yeah. spoiled we got and how easy things can be and how we don't need to shop every three days and we can do it once every two weeks if we're lucky or we can survive on dried herbs like my snobbery has just gone out the window and I realized I was like who am I like I'm not a food snob I don't judge other people's choices and whatnot but I have become a snob in my own home for Dried herbs, yes, some of them. Like, obviously, we love dried oregano. We love dried thyme. But then there's, like, the parsleys and the coriander's and the tarragons that you think, oh, the dried basil. Oh, God, no, I never use that. Or the the mix, the Herbe de Provence mix, very 80s. (laughs) And I just think, oh, now... It's in everything. (laughs) Got it on everything, in bread mixes, in soups, in shoes. I mean, it's in everything. And I'm like... When did these fall yeah. out of fashion so hard? Where, why, why did I have these and just never use them? That's mad. Stick around for more food chat from Sabrina. Do you not think that um, kind of the be- one of the, the beautiful things to come out of this is this like spirit of like um, experimentation? Like even me, I'm... I'm sort of like, like not not that, but I guess because I'm a, a cook and I cook a lot, I would normally follow various rules. And if I didn't have something, I might be like, I'm not just going to chuck anything in. But like the last few weeks, I've just gone, oh, I haven't got, I haven't got plain flour. I'll, I'll just use self raisin, even though it's pastry. I'm just going to see how it turns out because it's I've just got it, so I might as well try it. And it's just you know, and, and nothing's wasted. Like nothing is it ever so terrible that it's inedible um you know <laughs> actually though <laughs> such a such a staunch endorsement it's not terrible <laughs> but you know what i mean no i think i think, I think you're right can... i think i think it's a surprise as well we, you kind of think mm, yeah that right. will that will work this this is yeah. this is fine we... like why do people tell you you can't do that you can you just did it <laughs> we invented know. a whole new cuisine um yeah, You've, well, I hope we. I would these definitely um, tell people to go on your your website, though SabrinaGeo.com, um, because you, when you the blog post you talked about where you wrote where you it's just it's so concise and it's so useful. So you've got like a list of useful ingredients on there, um, things that and the, these are all things that probably people have got squirreled away, like marmite and you know ketchup, brown sauce, chutneys dried pulses and stuff um and then you've got like utilizing fresh fresh produce for the long haul which it's such a brilliant thing so things like 
you know, mincing up garlic and ginger and putting them into ice cubes trays, chopping up loads of onions if you've got them and freezing them, you know, stuff that people might just not think of, but to, to not only to um, extend the life, but also to make it a bit easier when you just can't be asked to chop an onion. <laughs> yeah. Because even when you got all this time Sometimes. on your hands, like, I don't yeah. know about you, I'm knackered yeah. all the time. I'm just like, uh, I just, I honestly, I'm so tired all the time. I just, I, I don't have energy to do anything. And I'm so, it's mad. I'm so not I think it's probably because your brain's working but, on overload you know. as well, though. I don't know. Is what it? you were saying before, you were, you were an <laughs> there's, overthinker, there's... aren't you? And that is actually, it's... <laughs> there, there's no real evidence you know. of my brain working <laughs> yeah. overload right now. <laughs> like, I think my brain is like, every time a thought is like, no, what's that? <laughs> like, it's so... <laughs> um, oh, dear. Talking of experimenting, tell us about the bean cake. I've been dying to ask you about the bean cake. <sighs> My dear, it was not supposed to be a bean cake. Uh, that bean cake makes it sound like it's some savoury marvel. Oh God, like it, was it wasn't. So I was thinking, I, I'm a lover yeah. of savoury food. It's no, it's no secret. You know, I always choose savoury. If I have to cook something on telly, it's never sweet. It's always savoury. But I hear that people had no eggs I hear that people had no yeast had no flour and I thought what do people have most people have a tin of some kind of beans not baked beans but like pulses tinned pulses so I thought you know what I know people have made black bean brownies Mm. in the past in certain nutritional books (laughs) I can make a yummier version of that (laughs) that was my thinking and then I looked at this mm. recipe that the, I looked at the uh, the other people's recipes and it still had yeah. oats. So I'm like, what's the point? It's like, okay, fair enough. It's gluten free. But at the end of the day, it's still cuts. Yeah. It's oat flour. <laughs> it's just, what's the difference? So I thought, well, there's got to be another way. So what if I merge bananas because everybody and their uncle has been yeah. making banana bread or banana cake as I prefer it to call it <clears throat> and it uh, thank you <laughs> no I mean I call <laughs> it banana we'll, bread we were, it's, I, I, you cook it in a loaf tin but it's essentially a cake yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a cake yeah um because no bread actually has no. eggs and sugar in it just, yeah anyway that's a whole other conversation so I, I thought yeah you know I, it had been on my mind to mm. do a video I was thinking I've got to do this video this yeah. is still when I felt all this pressure and I thought yeah okay right I'm gonna test this I'm gonna wait for these bananas to get ripe and they took ages <laughs> like, you know to yeah. blacken it just took way longer some kind of weird chemical banana that just wouldn't they knew, die because they knew you, know? you were waiting like, for them that's why whereas if you if you wanted to eat them fresh they would have jumped straight from like ripe to almost rotten oh. overnight but yeah you want <laughs> literally it was three weeks of worth oh of God. waiting and dreaming for this about to the bean cake <laughs> To dreaming about this, oh, that sounds <laughs> disgusting. So anyway, I thought the one thing I know is texturally, mm. beans have yeah. sugar in them, a natural sugar, and they also have that sort of mealy, yeah. cakey texture. Not cakey, but there is, you know, there has it has some mm. body in it, you know, that could, that will constitute texture that once cooked will not disintegrate. 
So, and then I was like, okay, no eggs. We'll chuck bananas in. And then who doesn't love cocoa mm, on something? Yeah. Of course, you know. So I made this batter and then I thought, let me give it a bit of texture. And I, I put like 50 grams of, I had salted peanuts and I just blitzed them up and I folded them through. It wasn't nearly enough to constitute it being thick, but whatever. And I tasted the batter and I was like, do you know what? It tastes really good. <laughs> and then I baked it. And it came out of the oven and I diligently waited for it to cool. And I didn't even know what I was going to call it because I thought, well, I don't know what that's going to look like yeah. when it's done. So let me, I could either call them squares if we're unsure <laughs> about what they're going to be. But when, the idea was I'm going to wrap it up and give it to my neighbor's daughter who is gluten free. So, um, and then I tasted it and it was disgusting. <laughs> Just because. Anything that was delicious went through this cooking process and just tasted, I mean, it was (laughs) disgusting. And then, and I was literally roaming around the kitchen going, that's disgusting, that's awful. You know, like effing and blinded about how horrible that was and, you know, spitting it out. And living with my mother is like living with that stereotype Mm. of a married couple where they say the husband blocks out everything (laughs) the wife says. My mother is the husband in that equation and absolutely did not hear any of those things that I had said about it. And I went, oh, you should come and try some of my brownies. She went, oh, yeah, okay. And then she just, she put it in the mouth and she was like, just trying to desperately look for somewhere to spit it out and then just literally, you know, just sprayed every swear word going at me. I can't me. believe after, <laughs> after, how many books is it now? Coming up to, four, is this book four? Thousands. <laughs> four, five, five, this is five. Thousands yeah. of recipes, Sabrina. Thousands of like iconic recipes that you've written and people loving you that you managed to, how did you do it? I mean, God, it's, I don't know. That's coronavirus. Do you know what it is? <laughs> I'll be, it is coronavirus, but I, I'll, yeah. I'll be really honest, is that's not how I think of things, that I am a yeah. natural cook. I do not think about how uh, can I see. come up with something. So, yeah. You know, when they have like these job titles, chef development <laughs> yeah. team or something like that, those are people that come up with things based on yeah. a certain way and what they want to put on a plate and managing costs and you know, using seasonal ingredients to create something mm. based on an ingredient or what they want to present. Right. I'm not that person. I'm a like, oh, chuck this, chuck this, stuff it, it should be fine. Oh, it's got to be great. Uh, and trying too hard to deliver something that is perhaps outside of your mm. natural remit, like baking, not a natural remit. There are all these principles and sciences to sort of understanding and respecting it. You know, that's why it tripped me up. And I don't know, I think I was... I. It was the beginning of the end of my COVID sanity, (laughs) I think. I managed to literally hold out for six or seven weeks. And actually, I I can fully say I am a fully card-carrying member of the Lost the Plot Club. (laughs) So it's gone and I've let it go and I'm okay with it. But I have essentially, I am not myself. Think of the bean cake as your kind of, I don't know. Your crossroads. Well, but you know, <laughs> what is what is really funny is the amount of giggly comments and really like, Yeah, because oh, you're honest. You yeah, because people. you were honest about it. Yeah, but, but like, I mean, who isn't? I just, 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 I
because there's, there's no shame in it and I just I was quite I was quite baffled and somebody said I hope you wash your mother's mouth out with soap and water after she said that and I was like whatever she said is fairly tame compared to her normal colourful <laughs> lingo but, if uh, you yeah. could have um or if what would be the one thing that if someone took away from your store cupboard you'd be lost without do you think especially like chili chili sauces or mm. or any just any type of chili just yeah chili just that that kind of yeah. chili heat spice I, I, if i could if they said you can never have that in oh any of God. your food again like no can you imagine these poor poor individuals that actually have like tummy issues and so many different allergies that can't have chili for me it would no. be the, just not the worst thing in the world by any stretch of the imagination but it would just break my oh, little heart. <laughs> How many chili sauces have you got in your cupboard at the minute? And does it go into double figures? I'm scared to say. <laughs> yes, of course it goes into double figures. I tell you, I'll be really honest. I have several different yeah. varieties and I also have several, I have different chili types as well. So I have like some that are like yeah. green chili sauces that are good for like Mexican food. And then I have like good old mm. shriracha, which for me is a staple, but my like new addiction is the Tabasco yeah, shriracha, which is so good. Oh, love it. Um, so it's pretty much Sriracha. And then there's another one um, called Barn Fathers, which is a mm. pineapple hot sauce made in Hackney. And that, that I love. It just, you know, and then I also love Ribman's um, Christ yeah. on a Bike sauce. I, I, so. that's a, Those are my it. house staples. <laughs> and then there's like oh 50 God. other varieties in the house that are just yeah. totally different ones. Um, just to wrap up, I saw some incredibly exciting news on your instagram earlier on tell us about it <laughs> so you're you're starting your own i thought um, at first i thought you were going to start your own podcast and then i clicked and it was like a chat a live chat show yeah so this was the antidote to my um stunted creativity because i thought i don't really have it in me to do any cookery videos i, I really don't but I just want to talk to people. I want to talk to people and not necessarily have to shift the focus yeah. away from myself, basically. And I want to do it with <laughs> drinks. And so um, I've got my first guest. And I know I can tell you because this doesn't actually this won't come, come out. out. Yeah. That my first guest will be announced. Yeah. So I can tell you my my first guest is going to be Fred Siri Amazing. from First Dates. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so cool. So Fred and I and he's and he, so Fred I Fred and I have known each other for 17 years. I used to work with Fred. I didn't know that. Um I was the yeah, so this is a lot of people don't know that because I used to work in restaurant industry mm. before and I used to work in events and he used to work as the general manager of one of the restaurants where I mm. was the event manager at. So uh, we have our own little history and um, yeah, I'm really excited and he's, you know, moreover, he's actually such a giggle. He's got one of the filthiest sense of humour of, of anyone next to myself <laughs> that I know. So perfect. Um, and we have quite a, quite a few other big names lined up as well. We, <laughs> me, uh, it's just me basically. <laughs> So it's good. It's an antidote. And also yeah. it's something different for people. Like a lot of people have already sort of written, good, I, you know, I yeah. needed something different. And I thought, oh, no, this okay, is, it's great. Cool. So we'll tell us the, the details. So it's going to, so this podcast will be coming out um, next Friday, which is the, oh God, I don't know. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll fill it. I'll fill that in. <laughs> the fourteen, the forty ninth yeah, of April, as whatever. I call it. <laughs> but, um, but by then, your first one will be out. But I guess you'll people can still go go and watch that with Fred because it'll be on IGTV, won't it? So they can go back and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think you yeah. can save. I'm not that savvy, but I think you can save your live chat and put it on there. So yeah. I'll save it with yeah, Fred. Do and then save I've got, it. Yeah, some chefs cool. lined up. Um, so we've got some chefs lined up, got some other TV people, just people I yeah. know, you know, and just might might be interesting to to get on there and have a just have a bit of a piss drink and a bit of a swear and a bit of a, you know, get them yeah. out of their comfort zones and, and it, just have a giggle. Yeah, Very it's short after the giggle. Watershed, people, so don't worry, it's 9 p.m. So <laughs> <laughs> And also I don't care because Sabrina in COVID just doesn't give a crap. <laughs> She's just lost the plot and everything sensible has gone out the window. But if people want to um check in and see it, they can go on your um Instagram at 9 p.m. on a Friday. Is it ha- it's happening every Friday for the foreseeable? It might even oh, be twice cool. a week. I don't know. The day, they, the days will change. So it's just I'm on Instagram as yeah. Sabrina Gale. Very easy. And uh, I usually put up a notice one or two days in advance to tell you That's happening. it's happening or another one's happening. And then I announce right. my guests. So you you just follow me on Instagram or keep an eye on my Instagram and you Fantastic. will definitely know. hot off the press. Well, thank you so much for coming to talk to us. <laughs> And um, yeah, thank and you, you look so great. much. And you know, it will. We will get through this, and we'll have a big drink at the other end. Promise this time. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> All right, love. Lovely to speak to you. Thanks, Sabrina. Thank you. Take care. Bye. So that was this week's podcast. If you want to explore more of our back catalogue of almost 200 episodes, you'll find us on all the main podcast platforms and on our website, olivemagazine.com, where you'll also find tons of useful recipes and great cooking advice. And if you're finding it difficult to get your monthly mark, why not become a temporary subscriber? You will get the next three copies of Olive Magazine delivered to your door for a single payment of £12.50, saving 15% off the usual shop price with free delivery and there's no obligation to continue after the three months. To take advantage, go to buysubscriptions.com forward slash allpod3. That's O-L-P-O-D-3. Stay safe and we'll see you next week when we'll have a brand new episode to listen to. Bye.